the Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Paul Leslie Hour. Just remember that the show is made possible through listeners and viewers like you. Just go to thepaulleslie.com and click on Support the Show. Thank you to all of you who have contributed. Now let's get into the interview. Hello. Hey, it's me. Hey, Paul, it's Paula. They wrote a song about us. <laughs> they did. <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. It's a mellow day today. And you are in the great state of Texas? I am. I am. I'm in Austin. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very pleased to be welcoming this woman. The woman you hear with us is Paula Nelson. She has a voice I've grown quite accustomed to. You can hear her as the lovable and personable radio host on Willie's Roadhouse on Sirius XM. You might also have heard her on Outlaw Country. Paula Nelson is also a soulful singer. As a recording artist, she's released a number of albums. Last year, she interpreted some great songs. I'd like it if you all would check out the singles, The Reason and the Rhyme, To Be Alone With You, Brand New Key, just to name a few. Paula Nelson has shared the stage and recorded with people like Ray Wiley Hubbard and her father, Willie Nelson. So it's a great pleasure to be welcoming Paula Nelson, the real deal singer, songwriter, disc jockey. I'm pleased to talk to you. Hi, Paul. Thanks so much for having me. I'm honored. I'm honored. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I am always, always wanting to sing Hey, Hey, Paula with you. (laughs) (laughs) We can. (laughs) I think I only know the first couple verses, just the main part. (laughs) I think we'd have to do some practicing. (laughs) (laughs) I know people wouldn't want to hear me sing, but they would want to hear you (laughs) sing. (laughs) Well, as I was saying, I have really, I almost feel like I do know you because you come through on the radio so real. When you're on the radio, is there something you like to convey? Is there a goal in mind? I think mainly it's just that I've, I, it, you, what you hear is, is really who I am. And I've been, you know, especially being the daughter of someone so famous as my dad is, you know, I've always been a very down-to-earth person. So is he. My whole family is. I mean, he taught us well. My mom is wonderful as well. And and so I was. That's the way I was taught to be. And I think it. I think it makes people feel comfortable. I've had um, a lot of wonderful compliments from people saying, "It sounds like she's talking to you. You're her friends. Like right. it's like a normal conversation." And uh, I think that's. You know, I think that's the main thing is I want people to know who I am. And again, this is what you hear is is me. <laughs> well, what's that like interacting with the listeners and having people say, oh, I know Paula? <laughs> you know, uh, it's for the it's for the most part been great. I mean, for me, it's always been great. I know some people might not. I might not be their cup of tea or the. I mean, definitely know I'm. I know I'm not the greatest DJ in the world. <laughs> I, uh, 
you know, I enjoy what I'm doing and I like being able to, especially listeners that listen all the time, you know, people who are driving for a living or out on tour or they just drive trucks and it's nice to have a nice voice coming out of the radio that's familiar and, and like, you know, and real. And it makes me feel good that when people relate to, I mean, especially with the, there's a lot of animal lovers out there. So they know what kind of person I am immediately with uh, my animals. And sometimes Lily, my dog Lily gets likes to get vocal. And uh, then that's Lily's roadhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is definitely something when, I listen to you on the radio. It always comes true that you are someone who really loves animals. And I, I share the feeling that you have. I think they're, they're gifts in this life we have. Have you always been an animal lover? Always, always. I, there's a picture. You know, we, we always had dogs and, and cats and uh, horses. And, uh, you know, I've had donkeys and goats. <laughs> and dogs and cats and birds and, you know, um, snakes. I'm not much, I mean, I, I'm i okay with snakes, but I, I let the one that's living in my chicken coop live because it's a rat snake and he's in free uh, pest control. <laughs> as long as he doesn't mess with me, then we're okay. Um, and I'm not going to mess with him. Just quit eating my eggs. Stick to your namesake. <laughs> so, um yeah, I've always been an animal person, and you're right. They are such a gift, and they are they're 100% non-judgmental and loving. You know when they love you, and you know when they're unhappy and or if they're unhappy about something. But you know they're the best friends that you can have, and and uh, they've been a, a great comfort for me all my life. I used to. When I was out on the road, I had a, a little dog named Bradley who was 17. He was my road dog, but he would, for years, was out on the road with me. <laughs> and before I, even when I, you know, I quit touring, but uh, Bradley was with me all the way through it. And that was something very comforting to me because it was difficult on tour. I wasn't, I wasn't really happy. I loved the singing and I love interacting with folks on stage and being able to sing and, but I, it's the hard part is getting to the venue and to, you know, all those other things. And so it was a nice comfort to have my little Bradley on the road with me. And uh, I feel that way throughout all the stuff, kind of this crazy stuff that's been going on in the world. They've also been a great comfort there. They're just always there. And yeah, <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a sucker for animals. <laughs> Well, in particular, I'm hoping you can tell us about the chickens. Uh, I used to, I used to have chickens, and I always feel they're. If you really observe them, they are very fascinating animals. They are. I had no idea. I mean, when we were kids, we lived on a ranch, and there was you know chickens, but and we would collect the eggs. But I had never really spent time around any, and I got these as little little babies, little babies. And, uh, you know, I started out with 12 and ended up with five. And that's just, unfortunately, something that I've learned happens. You know, some make it and some don't from that early age. But I would, and they're so personable, too. I mean, I would sing to them 
when they were little babies in their little, you know, baby chicken pen. <laughs> I was going to say crib, <laughs> but I would sing to them. And I, now, I mean, now they're all grown up and I've got so many eggs. I've been taking them to like shelters for people, homeless shelters and giving them to my neighbors. I mean, I get, you know, about, well, five eggs a day, a, a egg a day from each chicken. I'm running out of egg recipes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they're wonderful. And I, you know, I didn't understand a lot about chickens either that when, I don't know how exciting this is going to be for your listeners, but when uh, they're freshly laid eggs, if you don't wash them, you don't have to refrigerate them. There's a natural substance in the chicken laying the egg that keeps it fresh, even in the heat. Now, I have not necessarily tried that because I'm like, okay, I believe it. Like, I've left them on the counter for a few hours, but I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and <laughs> as long as you don't wash them, they'll stay fresh for long periods of time. But I usually just stick them in the refrigerator and they stack up. The other day I had eight dozen in there. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to have to go to my neighbors and <laughs> stop by some places and drop off some eggs. But they're a joy. They really are. And they're funny to watch them run. And I can pick them up and pet them and, you know, it's, I'm, uh, I, some folks over at SiriusXM, <laughs> Dallas Wayne and, uh, Mojo Nixon call me Ellie May. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably true. I can definitely relate to Ellie May and she was cool too. <laughs> well, the songs that you spin, especially on Willie's Roadhouse, just great music. And, and sometimes I'm, I'm just floored by a certain song and then it occurs to me that it might be, 50, 60 years old. Why do you think that these classic country songs have endured? Well, I think because, well, it definitely was a different time. You know, these days, music's totally gone from CDs, it's gone from albums to CDs to digital. And, you know, there's more and more people out there trying to make it and and touring and making records and more ways to play them than just on the radio. Now there's, you know, YouTube and the internet. And I think those old songs are just, well, number for me personally, they're a wonderful education on kind of a, a simpler time. But I didn't know this has been a great education for me because I didn't realize how many great songs or like how many songs Farron Young had or how many songs Marty Robbins had, you know, like, uh, and there's just so many, so much great music out there. And, and if it weren't for stations like Willie's Roadhouse and, and the Outlaw Country as well, play some of those great old songs. I don't know. I don't know if people would ever hear them. And I was, you know, to, I was born in 69. So a lot of those artists like Lefty Frizzell and those, those, gosh, there's so many I'm thinking of that are on in our set list, you know, on our, our programs that I did not know because I was too young. But, you know, growing up with Roger Miller and Waylon and Chris Christopherson and Merle Haggard and Jesse Coulter, Rita Coolidge. I mean, all of these wonderful entertainers and, and being able to grow up with them and then come to Willie's Roadhouse because I was a MTV kid, you know, and so I heard all these great songs, but I I didn't appreciate them at the time because 
you know, I was into the MTV thing and the stray cats. And <laughs> But since working at Willie's Roadhouse, and especially Willie's Roadhouse, I've been able to, uh, again, receive such a wonderful education in in these these performers and songwriters and songs. And for me, it does take me back to like a, a different time when things weren't weren't so crazy. I mean, I'm sure I know there were bad times back then as well. But I just think they're simple and and heartfelt and real. And, you know, I, I again, I, it, I had to become a certain age to really, really appreciate them and also realize just how many great songs because you would only hear so many of, you know, uh, Lefty, well, you know, Lefty Frizzell has a whole lot of songs that, that are that weren't hits that you know a lot of people just play the hits and so it's really wonderful to to have received this education in music and I feel honored and also like wow this is this is this is another gift because I listen all the time and George Morgan and all these great singers and songs that just make me feel happy even if things aren't very happy in the surroundings great music can take you to a different place. Oh yeah, that's for sure. And I can tell you there there have been times where I've been listening to you or I've been listening to Charlie or Jeannie and well just just not long ago I remember and you did it just seemed like such a heartfelt introduction. You introduced your father and your aunt Bobby doing <laughs> an old old song but just it was so beautiful. I was sitting there in my car. I had already gotten home, and I was I was misty eyed listening to them them do always. No, oh, yes, yes. I mean that's 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 another one of those. Is and and Bobby and you know again being because they're my family. It's I'm in awe of them also and their amazing talents. Like I mean I can't. And Bobby taught me how to play the piano and <laughs> I can't play it anything like Aunt Bobby and and same with dad. Like their the way their music comes across and comes out is well not only is it brilliant, it, but it's it's also very sincere and very real. And I think that's why so many people, you know, love my dad and love my Aunt Bobby is because they know that there are real people, but they're also really talented. <laughs> I'd like to talk about your songwriting and your recording. Have you always been a writer? Actually, I I have not necessarily. And even today, I wouldn't necessarily call me a, a writer. I mean, I've written songs, but I, I have a hard time. Like, I have to live them first. Like, I am not one that can just sit down with someone and say, hey, let's write a song. They're so personal for me. So they're more like like journals than they are, you know, ooh, this would be a great song. I don't really think like lyrics and go, ooh, those would be really cool. Let's, uh, you know, and I always would start with the music when I would write. I would write a melody first, and then the words would come in the melody line. And usually whatever I was going through at the time is, what would come out and if you listen to my songs they're either things are going really good in this relationship or they're not hmm. <laughs> there's kind of no in between 
uh, happy songs and then breakup songs. There, so you can, you know, they're definitely very personal, and I think that's why I have not been someone who really wants to sit down and write with others. Not that I don't think, you know, not to be. I just don't know how good at it I would be because I haven't. I'd have to live the situation, and so uh, you know, I really I enjoy songwriting. Again, it's more of a personal therapy thing for me when it does come out, but I really enjoy singing, especially songs that I feel I connect with. And, and thank you for the nice things you said, by the way, about the songs that I recently put out. There, it'd been a long time since I'd put out any music, like about 10 years. And so these songs were just so much fun to sing. And uh, again, oh, full thinking back to Willie's Roadhouse song. I didn't know about, I've always been a Charlie Rich fan. And again, I only knew certain like behind closed doors and the most beautiful girl in the world. (laughs) And I didn't realize how many other great songs he had that like Mo Hair Sam. I just recorded Mo Hair Sam with my band. Again, towards the education of songs and, and songwriters and performers. But I'm really just enjoying at this point singing songs that make me, again, just feel good and songs that I feel are like, yes, I've got to sing that, like Brand New Key. I got into a roller skating phase <laughs> during the pandemic and it's like, I should record that song because not a lot of, and I also tried to pick songs that not a bunch of people have done, if any, uh, if, if there's, you know, we when Dad and I did the um, Have You Ever Seen the Rain song, I had done it first. I had was in the studio recording it, but we were on tour, and I had all these original songs. And so on tour, it would confuse people. Well, number one, people were all, the venues couldn't help themselves from putting Willie Nelson's daughter in the, (laughs) uh, either on the marquee or in the papers. And, and, you know, that was difficult for me because I wanted to do it on my own. I didn't want to go on tour with my dad and be seen as his daughter. I wanted to do music on my own and make my own path. And so that made it very difficult when club owners would would do that because Mm -hmm. then people expect me to sing on the road again. I can't tell you how many times someone has said, I think you should sing your dad's songs. And I was like, yeah, I think not. No, thank you. Except I never cared for you. I did record that one. But again, you know, it's not a signature song that someone would go, oh, that's a Willie Nelson song. And so when I we I had recorded Have You Ever Seen the Rain, and I said, let's do a cover so that when we go out on the road, people will have something to hear that there is familiar. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, but I do know that song because they were all, cover, I mean, originals um, there for a while. And so I said, let's do um, Have You Ever Seen the Rain. I heard it on the radio and while I was driving one day, and I thought, let's do it and uh sitting on the dock of the bay kind of feel um and slow it down so that it doesn't you know, I don't wanna totally just redo what they did and I don't wanna copy it. I wanna try and make, you know, a little bit more me. So we had recorded it and it was just a rough version that we had and nothing had been mixed or mastered and I played it for my dad and <laughs> he said, uh we were on the bus and he said Oh, Paula, this, this is good. He said, Oh, thanks. Thank you. And it was just, you know, me singing it. And he said, No, this is really good. And I said, Thank, thank you. And then I started thinking, I was like, I think he thinks I wrote it. 
So I said, I wish I had written it. And he said, you didn't? <laughs> no. no, that'd be Dan. Dan, yeah. That'd be good old Dan. <laughs> Fogarty. I almost said Fogelberg because dad would always switch him up. He was like, yeah, this is a great Dan Fogelberg song. I was like, nope, <laughs> it's the Fogarty. <laughs> but uh, then he asked if he could sing on it. And I said, well, yes, of course. So I had recorded it with my band and then my dad sang it. And and then uh, we had our, I think that was on the uh, Little City um, CD. And then not too long after, he and Buddy Cannon put together the album To All the Girls, the duet album. And he asked if I would sing that song with him because there's all these amazing ladies on that record. And he asked me to also be one of them to sing, you know, a duet with him, like Dolly Parton. It's just so many great ladies on that. I mean, I don't want to leave anybody out, but anyone who knows that record knows how many great female singers were on there with him. So that's when we did Have You Ever Seen the Rain? But to, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to go all the way around in the whole, like, <laughs> explaining. But uh, so that's why uh, the singing has become a wonderful thing. And and I like singing songs that, that fit for me. So I haven't been writing as much to answer your original question. I'm kind of enjoying just singing songs that, that work for me. Well, you should know, I'm glad you mentioned the To All the Girls duets album. Yes. I think that of all those duets, I mean, like you said, these are some of the greatest singers ever. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick my two favorite duets, would be the one that you did, Have You Ever Seen the Rain? You and your father, of course. And then the other one I really liked, Back to Earth, Melanie Cannon and Willie. Those were the two knockouts to me. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Those were wonderful. I mean, and that's a wonderful one. And I was also thinking about the uh, Dolly Parton to the moon and back. Great. All those. It's just great. To, yeah, it was just such an honor. And I couldn't believe it when he asked me. I was like, wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. Melanie Cannon, she's such a great singer as well. Unbelievable singer. And, and she's a really cool lady, too. Is there anyone you've always wanted to sing with that you haven't yet? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I'm I'm such a dork with celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally dork myself out. So I haven't, like, there's a lot of people, of course, I would love to sing with, but I definitely wouldn't be the one to ask them. I'm too shy for all that. I'm like, oh, I don't want to bother them. You know, they've probably got things to do. But when we were on the Outlaw Country Cruise, I've only been on two. And the second one I was on was the one just before last year. But, uh, you know, obviously there wasn't one last year, but the one before that was the last one they had. And, and I had, was singing my set one night and my mom came up to me afterward and she said, Paula, 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 come here quick. And Raul Malo wow. of the Mavericks had came up to her and said, hey, they, like they were headlining, you know, each night there at the, on the cruise. And he said, do you think Paula would sing with me that song? Have you ever seen the rain on the last night of the cruise with me and the band? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, will I? Uh, yes. So that was, I mean, I can't tell you how cool that was to go on with the Mavericks and sing, you know, that song, Have You Ever Seen the Rain? 
it was it was magical. That was pretty much like, well, this is the icing on the cake with uh, that song. It just um, to be able to sing with Raul Malo. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty amazing. But you know, I have a lot of people that I would love to sing with, and like I said, I, I was, it's really too many to list. But <laughs> that definitely was a highlight in my life <laughs> to sing with Raul Malo. Great, great singer. I wish I could have heard you too. <laughs> There's a YouTube of it. There is a YouTube of it out there. And it's on somewhere on my Facebook page. There's probably, there's all kinds of stuff, but I can, I'll try and, um, I'll find it and I'll send it to you. Oh, wonderful. Paula, how did you develop your voice? Well, I was a big fan of Jesse Coulter and Rita Coolidge and Bonnie Raitt, um, Etta James. I mean, again, there's oh, so many of my heroes that, uh, but I, you know, I grew up with Jesse and Rita. And so I would see them on stage and I wanted to sing like them. And I would even, when I was little and I would sing, we, my sister and I would get up on stage with my dad during the gospel section of the show. And, and I would hold my hand like Rita did when she sang, you know, kind of just the limp wrist was on one side and <laughs> hold the microphone just like she did. And then Jesse Coulter too. Uh, so those were really my biggest influences growing up. And, and then when I got into my twenties, it was by rate. And then I just discovered all kinds of great new voices from there. But I got to see them play live, of course, you know, uh, on tour with my dad so many times and so many shows but they really were the ones that kind of, uh, and I was a fan of, the, you know, blues singers as well. And, you know, they they were kind of country blues. You know, they definitely had the ability to sing both. So I think that was where my start came from, is watching those two and thinking, I want to sing like them. And then it kind of just grew. I kind of grew into it from there, finding stuff that fit my 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 singing groove. <laughs> Has there been a compliment that meant that meant the most to you? Oh, there's been a lot. There's been a lot of those, and I think one of them would be when people hear me sing, they feel again like I'm singing to them. I mean, that's that's one of them, and one of the ways that it's been said. But, you know, whether it was live or especially heartfelt songs like Have You Ever Seen the Rain or any of my songs or, you know, there's a, I did an album of covers on Under the Influence. That was the last CD I had put out before I started recording this one. And, you know, uh, people have just I, it makes it makes people feel good. And again, I might not be everybody's cup of tea, but the people who have come up and expressed wonderful compliments like that that's always made me feel again because I, I close my eyes when I sing and I'm not necessarily a performer so to say like I'm not up there dancing and shaking my groove thing <laughs> you know I'm up there being just me and and I lose myself in the music and I think that people have said that that comes through especially those. And now when it's the rocking songs, you know, then I'm like, all right, let's rock out. But when they're heartfelt or songs that I've written or songs that 
are heartfelt songs like that. I think the biggest compliment is that people feel like they, you know, it's straight to them or that it hits really close, you know, for them. Um, and that's, that's a wonderful thing. Again, music taking you to another place. Well, anybody out there, if they're interested, they should look up the Facebook like page. And it's Paula Nelson Band. Look that up and you'll find it. Something that I've been noticing lately on the show is I'll get an email from someone and they'll say, I listened to that interview you did with, with so-and-so. And I'll write them back and I'll say, you know, everything you do online, it's, it's, uh, it's up there. And sometimes I, I tell them, that was 10 years ago <laughs> that I did that interview. <laughs> so we just don't know when someone will will hear this. I mean, it could be this week or it could be a year from now. Whenever someone listens to this, in closing, what would you say to that person who's tuned in? Well, this is me. <laughs> if you ever wanted to know about me, uh, this is me. And um, I'm I'm truly grateful for the life that, I have been privileged in which to live and grow up and and the music education that I've received is priceless to be able to be there and grow up with these wonderful humans and and I'm just very grateful and I have a really cool job where I get to you know play these great songs for folks and and try to just be me and live you know, I'm just uh, again. I'm I'm honored that I get to do this and have wonderful folks like you ask me to be interviewed. You know, that want to know more things. And I'm just very grateful, and uh, I I like what I'm doing, and I like who I am, and I you know I think also part of me in in the being just myself, who I am and being real is because I spent so much time trying to be what everybody else thought I should be, whether it was, Ooh, you should be, you know, you should wear that on stage or you should, um, you, you know, like the, it's really difficult for kids growing up, especially with magazine covers and, you know, Ooh, girls should look like this. You should be this weight. You should, and it's really not fair to put on. I know this is kind of a wide range of an answer, but I think that's where the this is me comes from is that I'm comfortable. It took a while to get comfortable in my skin and find out that really the only person's opinion that matters really is your own because you go to sleep with yourself and you wake up and you look in the mirror every day. And it's important to, you know, just be true to yourself and don't be original. Be you. Being you is enough. And I think that was that would be the main thing that I would want people to, you know, to know that that's that's what I'm all about. And I treat everybody with kindness. And and sometimes it's difficult. <laughs> sometimes it's difficult to treat everybody with kindness. But I think you're going to get a lot more out of life by doing so. And I also, of course, treat all animals with kindness. And I'm rewarded for it every day. And and then on top of it, you had the icing on the cake and I get to play this great music and continue continue my music education every day by saying, I never heard this song before and that's what I try and do is get out to the listeners, is play stuff 
I've never heard before. That's another great compliment is I hear some songs that I've never heard before on your show. And that makes me feel happy because I hadn't heard them either. And so I get to kind of deliver this cool package and and it's all me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can tell you I'm speaking for a lot of people who listen to you. We enjoy spending time with you. And for me personally, it's great to have this one-on-one talk with you. I feel like I I know you even better now. And <laughs> thank you for all that you all that you've done on the radio, keeping us entertained and with a familiar voice coming through the speakers. Well, thank all of y'all for for listening. I really I I read some folks' comments and and it just makes me feel really really good. This is what I've always wanted to accomplish is to make people happy without trying to be something different in order to do so. And I get to play great music again. <laughs> and, and I appreciate y'all listening. And I appreciate you, Paul. Thank you so much for asking me to do this. My pleasure. I'm, I'm just honored. My pleasure. Oh, and thanks to Charlie Monk for putting us together. Yay, Charlie. <laughs> yes, that was so cool. So cool. I love him too. We've got a good, we got a good crew there uh, here on SiriusXM and, and on both channels. There's, Definitely. It's a wild bunch, and I love them all. <laughs> all right. Until next time. Goodbye.